Milwaukee's 102.9, The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew exhilarates and quenches with its one-of-a-kind great taste. Mountain Dew, this is how we do. Well, it's the final day of your Halloween horror story. Don't be sad. It's been so much don't, fun. Don't don't be sad. Christmas is right around the corner. Carry holiday horror stories. Yeah. Be, You're right, Bob. There we'll, are things to look forward to. We'll be, we'll be coming <laughs> up. Two right on top of each other. And uh, yeah, the other part is Halloween will happen in just a few days. More stories will happen. <laughs> and they'll write in about them next year. So it's all good news. Yay. All right. Brian, Brian read your story on the air qualified for the grand prize it's 500 gift card from stein novels why were the paro tick paro tickets pair of tickets thanks to manual motors to trans-siberian orchestra it's viceroy forum december 30th all right late 1970s found myself and my friend at taco bell after halloween bar close in walked a couple dressed as a spooky bride and groom the restaurant was packed and everyone was interested in the matrimonial costume. The couple told the room that they had gotten married a few years ago on Halloween and it was their tradition to dress up each year. Like Glee, a song broke out and someone joined in with a harmonica. The entire Taco Bell was singing. It just doesn't happen in musicals. It was real. Then the restaurant staff got nervous, called the police, and had us all kicked out. It was a <laughs> for singing momentary magical wow. moment. Wow. I don't know if I can believe that. <laughs> wow. I was eight when I went to my first haunted house. At this particular haunted house, you sat in a wheelchair and a costumed employee pushed you through. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't write in because it went well. My parents, all about saving a dime, instructed me to hop on someone's lap because it was cheaper that way. Naturally, my 14-year-old sister hated me and refused to let me sit with her. <laughs> I ended up on the lap of her ditzy, airheaded, gum-chomping friend, Aaron. <laughs> That's just weird that the friend has to take the... <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, 8 and 14, I guess. Huh? Yeah. The haunted house did not impress me. I didn't find it scary at all, the eight-year-old. Erin, however, was terrified. She <laughs> screamed the entire time. She screamed so hard, in fact, I ended up with a massive <laughs> wad of gum in my hair. Oh. <laughs> ended up having to get my hair hacked off. It was so short that combined with my unfortunate unibrow, I was mistaken for a boy on a daily basis for at least six months. Oh, oh kid. I was called young man by countless waitresses, store clerks, and strangers. Oh, God. Had my hair below the shoulder ever since. Yeah. It kind of had a long-lasting effect. Uh, it was October 2003. My kids were 12 and 7, and it was the first time my husband and I decided to leave them home alone and go out and celebrate our anniversary. Our plan was to go for a nice romantic dinner, then go listen to uh, to a band after dinner. Knowing this was their first time home alone, it wasn't going to be too late of a night. <laughs> Before we left our kids, uh, they were given the usual instructions. Don't answer the phone, door, stay in the inside, keep all the doors locked. That sounds like really scary to leave kids with that stuff. Play in the backyard. No! <laughs> Yeah, but you have to, right? I don't, you, know, you have to. 
You gotta. We had a cell phone, so we felt pretty comfortable leaving them with us uh, just a phone call away. The evening was going great. We ordered a couple of drinks, started to relax. Uh, we had just finished our salads and were waiting for our entrees when our cell phone rang. My husband answered it to the sound of our panicky daughter on the other end. She told him that someone was pounding on the front door and she and her brother were scared. My husband told her everything will be fine, just don't answer the door. Which, oh my God. <laughs> little, I wouldn't say that either. It'll be fine. Sweetheart, daddy just got his entree. Right. Uh, <laughs> I can't leave my clams casino. He tried to calm her okay. down, telling what her happened? that uh, that with it being Halloween season, people just randomly do this, and that's probably all it was. We tried to go back to enjoying our delicious entrees when the phone rang again. She was very nervous now because that someone was pounding on the door again. After the second call, we decided to get our dinners boxed up and go home. We arrived a short time later to additional to no additional knocks. The next day, when my husband went out to get our newspaper, he discovered we had been booed. Oh, yeah. Sure. This is where you fill a basket with trinkets, go yeah. to a person's house, leave the basket, ring the bell, run away. And then you boo somebody else. You leave that at somebody else's What's door. the basket of trinkets, though? It's little just, just candy, candy and, and stuff? Soaps oh, okay, so it's cute. Hand lotion. or It's, it's nice. You, oh. You've been booed. Yeah. The basket, it turned out, was from our friends. When we saw them the next day, they admitted to doing this, so we thanked them, and they happily said, oh, you're so welcome. I replied, no, really, thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Ring doorbells are making this more and more difficult because it's supposed to be secret. Right. Uh, but now when you get booed, you just, yeah, okay, oh, there's who it is. Okay, very good. It was quite a few years after this event before we left the kids home alone again. All right. Didn't they, like, Ever leave them home alone for like a half hour? Right, like a test run with? to see how it yeah, goes. Yeah, that's we're how gonna, you start. You go gonna, to the grocery right. store and then you come back and yeah. it's daylight. Yeah, that you gotta ramp home. them up. Don't wreck anything. I'll be home. Exactly. Twenty minutes. All right. Uh, Fifteen years ago, we threw a neighborhood haunted trail for my five young daughters, their friends, uh, uh, Girl Scouts, and uh, neighborhood kids in the four foot tall prairie grass. In our two-acre backyard. Lots of ghosts, spiders, bats, and, uh, spooky props on the trail, but not too scary. The children all dressed up with uh, uh, the children all dressed up with all the uh, Disney princesses represented at least once by the smaller <laughs> girls. <laughs> My wife equipped them all with little flashlights, and we staged the girls seven and under to go through the trail first once it got dark. Tired of just standing around drinking beer, one of my genius neighbors decided to jazz things up. <laughs> Here, Here you go. go. Yeah, uh, idiot who's been crying drinking. Crying seven-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> By dressing with a bloody werewolf mask and a chainsaw. <laughs> oh, chain removed. For seven-year-olds. As a bonus prop. I thought this was a, a great idea. So I gave my approval and told him I would yell out to him after the first batch of the smallest girls were clear of the trail. So after, after the okay. girls, All after. Right. Yeah, let's get the seven-year-olds out of there. Yep, mm-hmm. and then it'll be fine. fine. Beer Logic right. told me what a chainsaw and bloody wolf mask was was not age-appropriate for seven-year-old girls and, and younger, but eight and up, why not? <laughs> it got dark and off the youngest group went. 
We could track the princesses' progress by their little flashlights. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, the glow in the field. Sure. They're almost out. They look like little fairies as they disappeared in the tall, dark grass and bushes. When the girls were at the most remote part of the trail, I saw my drunk Wolfman neighbors stand up looking for the green light. (laughs) (laughs) I yelled, no, but he clearly heard, go. Go. Oh, jeez. The chainsaw fired up and he ran around waving it above his head, howling. Little girls started screaming. The neighborhood moms were screaming. The prairie looked like it was full of fireflies in a hurricane as the princesses and their flashlights bumped into each other and scrambled off the trail through burrs, thistles, and bushes to get away from the wolfman and run to safety. Horrible. All these little dots of light suddenly. Right, little princesses. Yeah. <laughs> the burrs would suck on the oh, tool of the yeah. skirts and oh. all the little, all the little gauzy. Uh, yeah, right. There's no saving those. You just throw those. No, away yeah, you're done next year. Out of breath from all the fun, the Wolfman walked up to me and my neighbors and said, "Did I go too early?" <laughs> Another neighbor and father of two little girls simply said, "Not cool. Really not cool." <laughs> Nightmares all night. That dad was up all night with that princess. The party the following year uh, only had the kids that were not permanently scarred and whose parents would still talk to us. Sure. Sure. But the drunk wolf man in the chainsaw is a neighborhood legend. (laughs) (laughs) Time for one more. Oh, really? How many do you have? Three. Come on. Oh. Come on. Break the rules. Fine. Eric has given us a thumbs up, but showbiz news will be abbreviated today. That's a programming note. Okay. Trick-or-treating in the 70s, my friend Tracy and I were six and decided to be hobos. <laughs> we sported the old tattered, raggy clothes, dirty sport coats, and the handkerchiefs uh, tied to a stick. sack at the end of a stick. Yeah. Tracy's older sister said to be authentic hobos, we needed to have five o'clock shadow beards. So she slathered molasses on our faces and blotted in coffee grounds to look like stubble. Mm -hmm. We left the house with Tracy's older siblings who were to take us trick-or-treating. As was the norm, they ditched us a half block away and were (laughs) going to meet us later. After about another block on our own, both of us started feeling really ill and traced it to breathing in the smell of the coffee grounds on our face and beneath our noses. We sat on a curb in hopes it would subside. Fortunately, a adult who knew us in a small town came across us and took us home. Tracy's mom cleaned the gunk off our faces. We laid on the couch, still feeling ill. When our supposed escorts returned home without us, they got chewed out for leaving us and had to give us their candy. Oh, wow. To this day, I do not drink coffee, nor can I be around the smell of coffee without feeling ill. Man, hobos have it rough. (laughs) Wow, I wonder. Some reaction? Wow, because that's everywhere. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's too bad. I didn't know sniffing coffee grounds could make you. I had it stuck on my face for probably 15 Halloweens in a row from the time I was five till I was 20. (laughs) (laughs) It was 1985 and I was in the seventh grade. My best friend was having a Halloween party at her house and had invited what seemed uh, to be the whole seventh grade class. 
My mother thought it would be a great idea to make my costume. Off we went to Joanne Fabric to look at patterns. My mother thought I should be a Crayola crayon <laughs> that looked easy enough to sew, and it said one size fits all. She bought yellow and black material and went home to make the costume. Took her a few days to assemble the costume, but it was ready the night of the party. We got to try it on just a few hours before. It was uh, tall, stiff, a tube with armholes made out of what seemed to be uh, cardboard (laughs) and appeared to be felt. Did not have a lot of room inside, and the hat was a bright yellow that made me look like I needed to be in the corner for doing something bad. (laughs) Came above my shoulders, just below my chin, and ended below my knees. I had to lay on the ground in order to get into it and was too tall uh, to put uh, over my head. How am I going to sit down or even go to the bathroom? Right. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Uh, Disaster. My mother just (laughs) gushed over how cute I looked in the costume and ushered me out the door. I walked to my friend's house and had to hop up the stairs because the costume (laughs) didn't let me bend my knees. (laughs) What could go wrong? I was greeted with lots of compliments on my costume creativity, then shown where the party was down 10 stairs to the basement. (laughs) (laughs) Going up is one thing, but... I tried sitting on my butt to slide down, but the costume wouldn't bend. I decided to hop down the stairs, holding the one hand uh, rail. Mind you, I am 5'9", very klutzy, and I can't see my feet. Halfway down, I missed a step and fell the rest of the way down the stairs, landing face down right in front of the whole seventh grade class. In the process, my hat flew off, hitting someone in the head with the pointy end. I later found out it was Andy, the boy I had a crush on. Of course it was. Oh, man. I was so traumatized at that point, I wanted to curl up into my costume and hide like a turtle. With the help of several people, I was upright again, trying not to be too embarrassed, even though I was uh, bright red in the face. Yeah. (laughs) I apologized and went to get some punch. An hour or two had passed, and I ended up having my friend's mom call my mother to bring me some normal clothes. I really needed to pee, and there was no way I could get out of the costume by myself. Oh. <laughs> Andy never asked her to the, nope. <laughs> to the dance, nope. I bet, either. And with, uh, but the good news is Andy and I were married 10 years later. Like no. <laughs> nope, she lost You sure him. that wasn't on the bottom of the page? No, that's okay. it. That's where we end. And this one. It was 1987, and as a junior in college, I went skydiving with my fraternity brothers. At the airport, I met a beautiful young lady that was 5'11 and into volleyball, a plus for me since I am 6'2 and that was my sport. Since it was a Saturday in mid-October, I asked if she would be up for a haunted house, which she said was a great idea. I got her address and we agreed to 8 p.m. for me to pick her up. I arrived on time and she was clearly eager to go since she came hustling out the door as soon as I pulled up. Mm. That's a sign. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Hustling out the <laughs> Wait door. Wait a minute. Oh, I'm coming. She didn't want him in the house. All right. Fine. At the haunted house, we got along great. She cuddled up to me to stay warm during our wait outside and jumped into my arms during the scary parts inside. Yay. First date? Wow. That's cute. Oh, that's a little, come on. She didn't really want to talk about school, so I figured she wasn't the best student, but we talked about sports, activities we liked in general. Really got along. When I got her home, she got out and headed for the door. 
Being the gentleman, I insisted on walking her to the door over her objection. He wanted to make out. Shut up. <laughs> well, I'll see you to the door, my dear. I won't have it any other way. <laughs> when I got to the door, I realized why. Standing in the doorway was her father with a very severe look on his face. He stared at me and said very clearly, you do know she's only 14, don't Ooh. you? And High school. The, High the school. most horrible ending of all. <laughs> High school volleyball. Yeah. Ah. Ah.